what's up everybody welcome to episode 164 of the playstation report just frank here this week at the beginning tyler will be joining us for a pre-recorded segment later uh of course tyler got married last weekend so he's not available right now uh we'll talk next week about the games we've been playing uh, the new PlayStation Plus free games, which are Overcooked and Edith Finch, I imagine we'll have quite a bit to say about both of those games. There's also a couple of news things happening this week that we'll talk about next week as well, such as Epic's, Epic Games acquiring Psionics and Randy Pitchford being a dingus, as he has been doing for quite a while now. Um... So we have a recording from a few weeks ago where we discussed our favorite games on the PlayStation 4 because we haven't had that conversation in quite some time. Uh, I hope you enjoy it, and uh, we'll see you again next week for a normal episode of this show. Thank you. Hey, Tyler. It's time to do the damn thing. Let's do the damn thing. This is, of course, our... Rating as of today, in this year, 2019, April, this is an April episode, right? It would be a May episode. May. A May 2nd episode, <laughs> or May 2nd or 3rd, whenever I decide to upload this yes. episode of the PlayStation Report, where we will, oh God, we're, we're about to rank the top 10 PlayStation 4 games that... Uh, mm, yeah. We each have our own personal top ten list that we're going through. Are we going to do this like we do a normal game? Of the, we didn't even discuss this. Are we going to do this like we do a game of the year list and have points and shit and have a compiled list uh, at the end? I, uh, we can. I'd be curious. Oh, God. Okay. Works. Let's fucking do it. I, I can, I'll go grab a piece of paper. But, uh, yeah, we did this November 2016 was the last time we did this. Yeah. It's, so it's been changed. It's been almost three years, about two and a half oh, years since we last did this. Uh, Tyler is left to retrieve a note-taking piece of paper and a, and a writing utensil. But, yeah, it's been, it's been a while since we've done one of these... It's very interesting. A lot of great games have released since 2016. I feel like 2017 and 2018 have uh, had a large number of games that I would consider among the best. Uh, it's just been a great few years of video games. And even coming up through this point this year, there have been plenty of great games coming out. Uh, we are, of course, recording this on April 18th, so if Days Gone turns out to be a banger and we don't put it on our list here, that's why. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think yeah we've we've got we've got plenty to choose from. I'm I'm curious what Tyler has. Uh, he has returned here with his paper and pencil. Yes. God. I guess we just we just go from ten, we each share our ten and one uh, yeah. ten going back up to one. I have honorable mentions, but let's share them at the end. Okay, if you have. Okay, sure. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, I guess I'll go first with my number ten, and that will be Monster Hunter World. Is my number ten game. I. This is I. I've always enjoyed Monster Hunter from afar. And I've made attempts to play the 3DS games. 
uh but they've they've always been like this kind of hard nut to crack uh on uh the 3ds just the just the by the very nature of that uh that platform it was it didn't feel right to be playing a third person action game on there and coming to the PlayStation 4 Monster Hunter World did a lot of things right and uh, man I I love that game I fell behind though that that's the only regret I have about Monster Hunter World is that I fell behind and now the mountain to climb for the gear that I want is just so high that I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to get there anytime soon. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Game of the year last year? Oh, man. I thought it was. It might have been. I'd have to go back and look at that list. Um, man, shit, yeah, I can actually a, pull was, it up here. Yeah, that was a 2018 game, right? I thought that was... I thought that was 2017. No, no, that is 2018. 2018, Because yeah. I was... There's this thing that Capcom has been doing is releasing games yes. early in the year. So 2017 was uh, Resi 7. Yes. And then 2018 was Monster Hunter World. But yeah, oh my god. <laughs> Shit. It feels like it's been longer than that for Monster Hunter World. But yeah. um, my number 10 is a pretty old game. One of the oldest games for the PlayStation 4. You almost can't get older than this game. Hmm? Because it launched with the system. Yeah. Fucking Resogun. Shit. I still think, even though I haven't played it in a while, but I still think Resogun's one of the best games on PlayStation 4 still. Nice. It's such a pure, fun, arcadey experience, and it's it's so perfectly designed in its levels. Um, and then even like some of the DLC they put out is just really good. We still never finished that fucking commando mode. Um but yeah, I mean the challenge is is fantastic. The visuals are gorgeous. The music's thumping. It's it's such a pure experience, and and I love it. It's it's peak house mark to me. Mm. And it's a shame that they've stepped away from these games for a little bit. Yeah. So that's although my some interesting things have developed over there at House Mark. It, se- it sounds like their latest battle royale project. They they're kind of they they might be backing away from that. Oh okay. So they might hmm. be back in the arcade. Yeah, I hope so, man. I, I love love what they do. Um, you know, I mean, they've put out a lot of cool games on PS4, but I think this is this is the one. Yeah, so. yeah. It's I have fantastic memories of that game. Um, you want to get us with a double double hitter there? Yeah, with your ninth. My number nine is Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice. Mm, yeah. I love Hellblade a lot. And I think this is such an incredible experience. Um, not, you know, of course, its subject matter is is uh, one that's a little bit newer for video games. But the way that the audio is designed to really put you in the, the spa- headspace of that character. Um, and, you know, the world's beautiful. Uh, the story is incredible. I think very powerful, engaging story a lot of memorable moments, a lot of very neat environments to go along with those, those moments and everything just works together so seamlessly in this game. Um, yeah, the combat can be a little tedious at times, um, or go on for too long maybe, but, um, you know, it's not, it's not the worst combat in the world, but, uh, I I just think the experience itself is just so powerful and worth it. And everybody should play this game. Yeah, I think. So that's my number nine game. My number nine 
is Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, I I don't I didn't know what to expect like on its new new engine, new IP, and holy shit, this is probably one of the standout new IPs, the standout new IP on the PlayStation Four, as far as I'm concerned. And I, I think it has great characters. Um, I think the world is so interesting, and the story it tells is just awesome. And like there, there is just so much in that world that I I feel is really cool. Uh, and goddamn, they made robot dinosaurs. Like fucking two things that I that I love. Like as a kid, I grew up, I fucking love dinosaurs. And now I, I love mechs and stuff like that. And they fucking mash those things t- together and damn, it just works. It, it's, it's really good. Yeah. How do you want to deal with, if I have the same thing, should I just say where mine's at? No, no? We'll, okay. we'll get to it because you already mentioned a game that will be on later for me. All right, cool. All right. Uh, num- your number, my number eight, Okay, number eight for me is Stardew Valley. All right. A game that I spent, I want to say, 300 hours playing. Uh, this this cute little farming game, farming slash community building game. It is so relaxing. It is, you can be hypnotized into playing that game for way longer than you should. And I I love it. It's got an incredible loop. Uh, it's on, honestly one of the most genius games I, I've played. You're really hooked on that game when you got into yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my number eight, I have Nier Automata. Okay. Uh, I think this game is something special. Um, you know... This game's bold, man. I mean, it makes some bold choices. Um, one, you know, being that you have to play through the game multiple times. Mm-hmm. And I think I love how the game just goes for it with that. And, you know, it's, you know, if you want to get all out of this story in this world, you have to play it multiple times. And, man, it's 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 a treat if you do. I think this story is fucking phenomenal the characters are good the twists and turns that it takes you on is are fantastic um i love the i mean the gameplay is incredible with this game i like character action sort of games like this and i think the combat's very strong in this game and just you just feel like a badass beating up all these different robots uh and then uh i love kind of at times like the bullet hell nature of it you know and weird almost twin stick arcadey like vibes that it can put off and then situations it can put you in the scope of of the world at times is just it's awesome it's such a good game it's such a memorable game to me very memorable characters as well characters that you really feel for and um yeah it's my number eight my number seven gotta pull this up my number seven is horizon zero dawn Okay. So, not going to go on too long because I agree with everything you said, but um, for a studio like Guerrilla Games that made Killzone, yeah, to which were fine games, to completely transform themselves to make um, a pretty awesome RPG open world game uh, with a great story, uh, you know, great setting, cool characters, 
amazing combat. I mean, the combat's probably the, the most gripping part about this. It's intense. You have to think quickly. You have yeah. to move fast. And there's such a variety of ways you can approach things with the different different yep. tools and weapons you get. Yep. Yep. And like when you get into a fight with like a fucking thunder jaw and you take that thing down, it's just, it's incredibly satisfying. And also just one of the most beautiful games I've ever played. And with a very awesome meaty expansion to it as well yeah. with its DLC. Um, it's just, it's just a well put together game. Mm-hmm. So that's my number seven. My number seven. And don't call me out for recency bias is Sekiro. It is, as far as melee third-person combat goes, this does it the best. This is the most fun I've had with third-person melee combat in any game ever. Whoa! (laughs) Ever? Yeah. All right. It is just so well-balanced, so well-tuned, and it's... Every animation just feels right. The way it cues with sound and with visual visual feedback, it's just a masterpiece. It the Sekiro is so good. It's got it's got a fantastic story. Like and it's got this is also a game with characters that are just so interesting. And it's it goes. I haven't beaten it yet, so. It can only, as far as I'm concerned, it can only get better and better. <laughs> but what I've played so far, and I would say I'm about a third of the way through the game, it is so good. And Tyler, it's a damn shame you haven't played it yet. I'll get around to it. I'll definitely get around to it. Um, but yeah. It's awesome. So, my number six happens to be my favorite first person shooter. And so, and in like, it might be one. Yeah, Doom. It is yeah. Doom, motherfucker. The Doom is so good, and I love the I love OG Doom. I love Doom Two. I like those those first person shooters. Doom Three was a weird step in the direction of horror, where they tried to do a horror game with Doom, and that's not what Doom is. Doom is this fucking ass kicking game where you you are. You are the motherfucker. Yep. Like, you are the one that is hunting everything else. And it is, it feels so satisfying. And the tools that it gives you are so good. It, mm, and the way it introduces weapons and then immediately presents a situation to use those. The combat arenas are the best combat arenas I've seen in a long time. It's got a, a fantastic campaign. Just like, it, it has a huge arc that is just, so good it is it is probably the most expansive campaign in a first person shooter like it mm-hmm. it spans so much ground it, it it has so much meat on the bones you can fucking chainsaw right off yeah <laughs> so good it's so vi- it's like it is it is so violent and sometimes you need that release it is i i love it My number six is Marvel's Spider-Man. Uh, I really enjoy this game a lot. Um, in, uh, I mean, it's by far the best Spider-Man game to me. And just swinging around that city is, is so much fun. It never gets old. Um, the combat's, you know, 
the way that you can just kind of move around so quickly and feel like Spider-Man and, you know, all the different tools you have at your disposal, the fun, playful nature of the dialogue during combat. It's just, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of fun. The the way that Insomniac created New York City too, with so much detail, it feels so alive. Like I love in Spider-Man just walking down the streets and everybody's looking at me. Someone wants to high five me or whatever. The sun's setting over in the distance. And it's just, it's one of the most beautiful things I've seen in the game. And then I think the story's really well done. And I love how they, they took a really great step of setting up uh, a really great universe that they could really build on with these games. And, you know, the story was just incredibly well done from start to finish, which um, outside of the Batman Arkham games, you know, superhero games have really struggled. And, you know, Spider-Man, you know, has had good games, but this is by far the best one. I think it's a great game. Hmm. My number five is Doom. Yeah, fucking love, dude. Rip and tear, baby. (laughs) Also, the soundtrack. Wait, did you mention? Yeah, I mean, the soundtrack is just one of the best of this entire generation to me. Yeah, Um, you know, being like a metal guy, it's just kind of right up my alley, and it just it feeds into the adrenaline fueled gameplay that that you have, and then awesome. Also, just some of the moments in this game, you know, obviously, like, the best one is the beginning of the game, the shotgun cock, you know, the Mm -hmm. music starts blasting, you just kill all these demons, Um, the boss fights are fucking intense, it's it's so good. I won't say too much more, because I agree with everything you said, but bring on that sequel, baby. Oh, yeah, Doom Eternal, this, man, we're going to eventually have to do... After the PlayStation game stop releasing for PlayStation 4, we're going to eventually have to do a final list. And oh, Doom yeah, Eternal, definitely. holy shit, I'm excited for it. Yeah, me too. And uh, I mean, Doom is definitely the... I mean, I have another first-person shooter on here, but it's a much different one. But I think mm-hmm. Doom's probably the best-feeling first-person shooter I've played ever, potentially. All right. I, is it time for my number five? It is. Near Automata. All right. Of course, you had all of your reasons. I think my the thing that sticks out for me is the story in Near Automata. It it the way it tells a story is so unique to this game. the The way it goes from different perspectives and tries to tries to conceptualize a lot of different things. It is deep in the way that David Cage thinks he's deep. Oh, sick burn. Yeah, I I don't. Yeah, it this is, it is like, if game if games approach philosophy, I think Near Automata is the closest to approaching philosophy, of like major AAA games, mm-hmm. and it, it's deep. Yeah, and of course you mentioned like I like the way how they try to incorporate different genres of game into this, like the twin stick shooter and like just the way the game changes at every time you play through, like through each of the playthroughs. It's, Uh it's got a lot of variety in there and I love it. And Tyler, you like this game and I'm, and you like the story presumably for near. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. It's fucking anime, Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. You do got me there. (laughs) I love the smile in, in the glow of your eyes. God damn it. This yeah, is just, it's just fucking anime, Tyler. It is. It is. And you like it. I do. 
So it has to be on the list up there for that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, so I guess if I continue on here with number four, and I imagine this is also on your list up here somewhere, Destiny 2. Whoa. All right. Yeah, I. Uh, it fixed so many problems that I had with the first Destiny. And I'm talking about the entirety of Destiny 2, including its expansions. And I, I think Destiny 2 is, it is the premier Schluter. And I, I don't think any other games of that genre have approached the amount of the kind of like the, just the innovations they've made in that in that space with all their like they have some really good loot in that game. Like the guns are really cool. Like there there is really cool loot in this game. There is they've done so much with like different gameplay modes, too, especially with Gambit recently. Um, they've. There's just there are a lot of different activities in Destiny 2 and different ways to be rewarded for playing. Uh, I, I I just find it to be like I think Bungie has has a fantastic thing on their hands and I hope they manage it well now that they've uh, split from Activision. Yeah. They've really built a game to where there's always something to do mm-hmm. and you can really power power yourself up in any way you like, you know. They, they've they've done an amazing job with that game, visually. Some of the coolest art, art and environments that they've done as well. It's one one of the always most exciting things about new Destiny content is to see what everything looks like. Yeah, because the art artwork and world is so cool in that game. Um, yeah, my number four. I have Uncharted Four: Thief's End. Um, I love this game, and I I just it's. When it comes to, you know, narrative-driven story games, there's only one other game on the list that beats it for me, but uh, Naughty Dog is is kind of top of the line. They've been that way for a long time, and I think this game closes out the Uncharted storyline and Nathan Drake storyline in an amazing way while also leaving the doors open for the future. Um, you know, I, I this game while long was a game that i just could not put down you know the introduction of his brother is sam is is a really cool wrinkle into the story getting more backstory on nathan drake himself is great his relationship with elena amazing sully uh is great takes you to some amazing locations uh to to see and to to discover explore solve puzzles shoot bad guys it's fucking awesome i love it i it's it's a game that i always want to go back to only because i beat it so fucking quickly. yeah same here i i, I played that <laughs> game way too fast i think i beat it within the first week that it was yeah. out you know um i remember being sick that first week it was out and I played that game because I stayed home for work because I had strep throat and I just played that game all fucking day until I finished it and it's 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 a fantastic experience my number three I have Overwatch okay okay I love Overwatch and I think when it comes to multiplayer games um, Overwatch is the best that I've played uh, in a long time and certainly my favorite uh, this generation. Um, you know, all, all the character classes are really fantastic. You know, and you know, I, they're unique. A lot of them, and 
there's almost just nothing like Overwatch in a way of, you know, you two teams are really going at it. It's well-balanced. You know, people are playing their best characters and they're trying their absolute fucking hardest. And it's just a dogfight. And maybe you come out on top. Maybe you lose right at the end. But either way, it was just an incredibly intense, thrilling experience. The strategy that you can uh, implore and the game uh, is... is uh, fantastic just the combination of different characters and ultimate abilities you can have a lot of the map design is really well done and suits the gameplay um you know the competitive side you know has always been kind of a a wonky thing but it's still something that i really like and then also just the events stuff i mean they they've done a good job with a lot of those events um especially in the early years but it's just one of my favorite experiences it feels good to play looks good i've lost a lot of time to overwatch this mm. generation yeah. it's such a special game i have so many memories with it of, of different wins and and even different losses yeah. you know it's great all right well getting down to it here my number three is hellblade um you already mentioned it and a lot of the reasons i agree with i just think that uh hellblade it's it's done a lot uh, with like, that character, Senua. Uh, a lot of the animation is just fantastic with that. A lot of the acting is so good. Uh, and the 3D audio design with that, playing that game, it it really feels so good to be in that in that experience. It it is. I think the closest to cinema that games gets like just, just the way that game feels as, as like a whole, as a whole story. Um, it, it, I, yeah, I can't say enough good things about it. it. It's, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. And then number two, the Witcher three wild hunt, what the Witcher three has done for, uh, open world games. Yeah. So influential. You see it, Assassin's Creed trying to mimic it so hard it almost it's almost embarrassing how hard they try to <laughs> mimic The Witcher 3 they do but it it is so good there's so much game there and it there's the choices and the way that Geralt impacts the world with what he does it it really feels like you are an agent in that world and that the world is fluid and it and changes with the story Yes. Yeah. That game's also my number two. As yeah. Well. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's such a special game. And talk about just a fucking adventure from start to finish. I mean, that game takes you on so many rides and just incredible quests. I mean, even even a lot of the side quests are so well written and can actually impact your, your game experience, impact your world. Um I'll never forget like finishing that game. I mean, the ending of the game is pretty pretty epic. Some really uh, intense boss fights at the end, uh, and you know you can get multiple endings. But I got the ending that I wanted, and it was like the perfect ending for my story. And I just got up and I just threw, fucking fist pumped. I was so happy, and I'll never forget finishing that game. Um, and, and you know it. Also, like the soundtrack is amazing. Yeah, the visuals are fucking killer. I mean, some of the vistas, like when you're riding into uh, Novigrad or whatever, you're crossing the bridge, um, going to Skellige. I mean, it's just, and then even uh, 
the Blood and Wine DLC. Yeah. I mean, that is a hell of a DLC. It's like a whole nother game in itself, and the story's fucking awesome in that. Uh, and it certainly goes in a lot of places. The visuals are beautiful in that. Characters are great. It's such an experience, and uh, it's one where, you know, you just get really sucked into playing that game, and, and you almost just can't stop playing it mm-hmm. just because it's so good. Um, it, you know, it, I'll also never forget, I ran into something very early in the game, and I did it one way. It went bad for me. Yeah. And one of you guys did the same quest, and it went totally different for you. Yep. And, and that sort of thing, you know, then the consequences of that's good. You you see a lot of games trying to emulate that mm-hmm. for sure. You know, I think um, Red Dead Redemption 2, you, you saw it try to do sort of the same thing. Um, I think it accomplished it to a degree of like, you know, the choices you make in that game or characters that you meet, things you do, you know, characters will remember that. Um, the world didn't necessarily evolve like The Witcher does, but... It's good. I know people shit on it a lot, but I fucking love the combat in The Witcher as well. Mm-hmm. I love the abilities that you have, but I also just love the dance. It, it felt like I'm just slowly dancing around, you know, my enemies and striking at the right time. Um, you know, it, it it was fast, intense at times. It was slow and methodical at times. It was really well done. Yeah, I love the combat in that game. And a lot of different ways you can uh, approach it too. A lot of with like, it puts you in the role of the Witcher very well. Where like preparation is key. Also, yeah. like yep. there, it it does make you feel like you're in that world and you are the Witcher. You are a Witcher in that world, and, and yeah. you take on that that job, that role. Yes, definitely. A um, lot of the relationships with a lot of the characters are so so memorable and special. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. Yeah, it's a hell of a game. So we're down to our number ones. Yes. I, I, I vote that we, I count down three, two, one, and we both say our number one game at the same time. All right. Let me finish writing. Yeah. I think I know what yours is. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> you probably do. Three, two, one, God Rocket War. League. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wise Rocket League favorite game. Dude, if I remember correctly, it was your favorite game when we did it first. Yeah, yeah, and it still is. It's it's still up there uh, as my favorite game. And the reason why is because I grew up playing soccer, and this is the first game to actually get the sport correct. And it's not even the traditional way you play it. Uh, so I, I'm a fan of racing games, too. I, I, I love driving. I love racing. Can you play Rocket League with your wheel? I haven't tried it, oh, but it would be so be hard. Fucking... It would be so difficult <laughs> to play so it like rad, that. Though. <laughs> Especially with the like the tilting and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Rocket League is just the most honest interpretation of soccer in video games. And it's just so much fun. I haven't been able to put that game down. I even played a few matches today. God damn. <laughs> Battle Rocket Pass Three has come out. Uh, So and oh my God, it's it's so good. Just the way that you develop your skills, playing just by playing the game and learning new tricks. It's so. I don't know if there will ever be a game that I enjoy more than Rocket League. 
just on a personal level, just the way it makes me feel playing it. It's it's so good. Yeah. I mean, talk about memories with that game when that game first came out that mm-hmm. summer. Oh my god. We just played that game nonstop into like the fucking wee hours of the morning. Yeah. <laughs> just so many good memories with that. 2015 was a hell of a year in terms of memories of this generation to me because there's Rocket League, there was Destiny, The Taken King, and The Witcher 3 that year. And Wasn't Bloodborne man, that year? Bloodborne was that yeah. year. It was it was a hell of a year. Um, a lot of memories associated with that. So, Yeah, Rocket League is a great game. It's It was the first game that I put down as an honorable mention. Because mm. it's, it's good. I've lost all my skill at it, but even then when we've played it, you know, a few times over the past few months uh, it's always fun to go back to because it's so simple it, mm. it's a game that's that's so simple but yet has such a high skill ceiling yeah you know you can get really fun and it's like rocket league is the first game that got me into esports like i will watch the rlcs i, I will watch rocket league esports stuff because mm-hmm. it's it's an easy game to follow yeah, like it's definitely. an easy game to understand what's happening on the screen Definitely. But the technique, the skill it takes at that highest level, it's just so it's fun to watch. Awesome to watch, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh yeah, my number one is God of War. Yeah. So uh, you know, it's my game of the year last year and I, I just think God of War is is an experience that out of all of the games on this list, if I could just erase my mind and experience it again, like that's that's that would be the game that I would choose. Um, just the way that Sony Santa Monica completely revitalized God of War and changed God of War uh, forever. I mean, I loved those games. So, you know, the, the original trilogy, the two PSP games are cool. Ascension had its moments. Um, you know, I, I really enjoyed them, um, but the, just the, some of the smaller changes that also make such a big difference, being able to control your camera, changing the camera perspective, such a huge difference. The way that they've changed combat, I mean, combat in the original God of War, I really enjoyed, um, but they've made it so much better in this because you you just have more options. I mean, throwing the axe is one of the coolest fucking things you can do of like, here's an enemy over here, just Bam, straight in its fucking head. You call the axe back. Um, the way they incorporate that into puzzle solving. The way the world is like kind of sort of an open world, but not really. Like it's linear, but it's connected. Uh, it's just so thoughtful and, and put together. You could tell every single nook and cranny of this game was was thought through. Um, the way they changed Kratos as a character, I mean, he was a really one-dimensional, boring fucking character. And, you know, I'll admit that as someone who loved the original God of War games. And now, you know, he's, he's a character that you kind of care about in a way. And the relationship with Atreus, uh, his son, um, it was something... Uh, that was just really incredible to watch unfold. Um, yeah, Atreus has his annoying moments during the game, but I think, you know, it all comes around towards the end, and, and, it, and it's fantastic. And, man, talk about visual design as well. Like, the environments in, in the, the graphics for this game are 
by far, I think, the best on PlayStation that you could get. I mean, they're stunning. Um, the boss fights were really, really fantastic. The whole journey is something special, and I just fucking love that game. Did everything in that game. I wish there was more. Cannot wait for the fucking sequel, whatever that is. Hopefully it's not too, too long like this one was. Mm. Um, but man, there's, there's places they could go with that story too. Yeah, I mean, they that, left it off in a very open <laughs> space. <laughs> that was a that was a stinger there at the end. And, yeah. Uh, it's, it's such a great experience. And uh, it's a game that I just constantly think about all the time of just random moments of that game will pop into my head and... and special mm-hmm. you know i for a long time i thought naughty dog in in a way they still probably are um but you know god of war takes a lot from naughty dog that's just very cinematic story driven experience um and just takes it to a whole nother level to me yeah that's a hell of a list yeah that is games yeah it it is a fantastic lineup of games we have here um i'll make an interesting note like after i put together my list i realized that horizon zero dawn is my only sony first party game Mm. on my list interesting which is weird to think because when you think of what's great about owning a playstation you do think about those first party exclusives Yeah. yeah but yeah i have four Horizon Spider-Man over Uncharted 4 and God of War. I wouldn't call Spider-Man a first-party game. Insomniac's not a first-party studio. Yeah, but it's... It is an exclusive. I mean, yeah, I... All right, it's probably second-party, you could say, but Mm -hmm. it's definitely an exclusive. Um... Have honorable mentions? Oh yeah, I have I have a ton of them. Uh, I'll I'll go through my honorable mentions if you want to tally that up while I'm doing that. Um... So yeah, I think my first honorable mention would probably go to Persona Five. Like I, that's a fantastic JRPG, and it does that. It does that new style of JRPG. It shows a future for the genre, um, and I, I, I love it. It's got a fantastic story. It's got some of the best character work, um, but also there are some problematic characters in there too that I, I don't necessarily uh, vibe with. Um, but yeah, I had I had a ton of fun with that game. Uh, also, on the RPG front in general, uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. I believe that might have been on my last list in 2016 when we did this. But yeah, it's, Bioware RPG ha- has a great story, also great characters, like the, all the things you wanted in an RPG. And I think it plays the best out of all of the Dragon Age games. They just kept improving. Um, yeah. Other honorable mentions. I, I will say Black Ops 4 last year was a rejuvenation for Call of Duty for me. I didn't, like, I wasn't so sure that I was a Call of Duty person until, like, for, for many years I didn't think, like, uh, like Infinite Warfare comes out. I'm like, all right, I like this, but I'm not sure if I'm over the moon for it. And then Black Ops 4, like, eventually comes out, and I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, this is the stuff. Um, other things uh, on the first person shooter front, all, like the machine games front, uh, we've got the Wolfenstein games. I fucking love those Wolfenstein games. Uh, the New Order, New Colossus, Old Blood, like they're they're all great, and I I just couldn't find room for them on my list. 
you had God of War as your number one game. I I loved God of War. It was our game of the year last year. Um, I I thought it had a lot of cool things about it. Uh, Yakuza Six was a great game, and of course the the Kiwami games and Zero are awesome. I love the Yakuza games. Um, I was so close to putting Resogun on my list again. So damn close. It's it's a great game. I need to go back and see if some of my high scores are still up there. Because I remember I was like in the top 500 for a couple of the leaderboards. And I'm like, damn. Damn, this game's good. And I'm good at it. Uh, other things. I'm looking here at a list of games. I've got uh, Spider-Man. Yes, I, I enjoyed Spider-Man. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I, hmm. One day I will create a list of all of the PlayStation 4 games I enjoyed, and maybe I'll post that somewhere. But Spider-Man would be on there. Dead Cells is definitely on that list of honorable mentions. Dead Cells, I think, maybe my favorite roguelike. Um, it's yeah, it. I feel like it plays the best out of all of the roguelike games. Obviously, Rogue Legacy is up there too. I, I enjoyed. I had so many runs of Rogue Legacy that I just. I still suck at that game, but it is. It's a great game. Uh, man, I'm trying to think of other stuff. Bloodborne. I didn't mention Bloodborne yet. Bloodborne, fantastic game. I still haven't beaten it. <laughs> I need to though. Maybe this maybe this is the year after I get through Sekiro. Um, yeah, shit. Gran Turismo Sport. I was I was surprised by Gran Turismo Sport at how much I liked it. Like it it got a lot of things right. It was it left out some things that I thought I I would miss. Like like a real career mo like campaign like progression type of thing. They eventually added something similar to that um, in their championships series. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, Gran Turismo Sport, it's good. Project Cars 2, also on the racing game front. I, I like Project Cars and Project Cars 2. They're, they're good games. You want to go through some of your honorable mentions here? Yeah. Um, starting off with a few that, uh, are towards the top for me. One, Destiny 2. If I had to make a list, Destiny 2 is at number 11. Like, I love that game, but I can, you know, I see its faults, um, and, and I'm also a little bit more of a sucker for Destiny 2. Um, but it is such a such a great experience and such a great shooter. Great fucking moments. I, I'm sorry. you. I, I think you put that in the wrong genre. It's it's, it's a shooter. Schluter. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, next up would be uh, Rocket League. I love Rocket League. It's, it's a fantastic game. Um, Dragon Age Inquisition. Yeah. That's a game very early on the PS4. That was probably my favorite game on PS4 for a long time. Um, I mean, that's that's a hell of a adventure. Really uh, intense strategic combat that you can get into, and you know, lots of great interaction with characters. And what I loved about that is that the game really made you feel like a leader, mm -hmm. and it it was yeah. just great. Uh, Wolfenstein too fucking love Wolfenstein 2. I just think when it comes to shooters, you know, like this, Doom's just 
better, but Wolfenstein 2 is a hell of a game and a hell of a story. Yeah. <laughs> hell of an adventure. I mean, it's It's, it's got some of awesome. the craziest moments in video. Like, Absolutely. Probably one of my favorite moments in video games that, like, is just stupid, but also yeah. really cool. I mean, it, there's when, so many of them, too. When it's Anya, great. like, the one I'm thinking about is when yeah. Anya, the pregnant yeah. Anya rips her jacket off and throws a grenade out of yes. giant German Nazi hellhound. Yes. It's, oh, God. Yeah. And the more you play, you know, you start off the game, you're like, all right, this is cool, this is cool. And then the deeper you get, you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening sort of thing. Yo, we going to Venus? Yeah. Fuck. It's, it's just fucking crazy. Um, don't get mad at me, but Red Dead Redemption 2. I knew this was going to be here somewhere. <laughs> I love the game. I knew um, it was going to be here somewhere. I know it has its problems. Uh, you know, some of the controls are weird. Movement, you know, could be a little bit better. It's a little stiff. Um, you know, tapping the X button to run is very outdated. But um, I just think the game's story is fucking awesome. The characters are great. The interaction with them is fucking awesome. The whole camp aspect is great, although the game kind of loses it um, to where it kind of doesn't matter at the end. But it's it's just a hell of a game, and I love Arthur Morgan as as um, as a protagonist. And that world is stunning. I mean, it's a stunning world to to be in and, and look at. And yeah, I like the game a lot. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Like I, I really do enjoy it. It's definitely the best Assassin's Creed. Um, in a long time, best on this generation of consoles, I think. Um, probably my favorite Assassin's Creed since Brotherhood. That's a long time. That's a lot of Assassin's Creed. A lot of a lot of people assassinated in that time period. Um, I do really like the game. Um, Ratchet and Clank, the yeah, remake. That's that's on my honorable mentions. Yeah, well. yeah, that's just a really fun experience, and I miss Ratchet and Clank, and I hope that. The success of Spider-Man doesn't make Insomniac ignore Ratchet and Clank, um, but man, that that's a hell of a game. Really great remake. Okay, here's my pitch: uh, a a Ratchet and Clank game that's a game as a service. You play as a Galactic Ranger. You know that that whole storyline that they that they kind of dived deep into in uh, a Crack in Time. I think they did. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Y'all, you're, you're all galactic rangers. Yeah. <laughs> and it could have an, a very deep character creator with all those different races. Sure. That could be neat. All right. Yeah, I'm just, lot, lots of different worlds. That, that's a pipe dream, to. honestly. Yeah, that, that, would, that, would, that could be cool. Uh, let's see what else. Life is Strange. Yes. I love that game when it comes to those sorts of, you know, kind of narrative adventure sort of games, choice-based um, Life is Strange is definitely at the top of that list to me. Um, let's see what else. Inside, I think Inside's a really great experience. Um, very weird, but memorable. Um, and then the last game I have that I'm going to throw out there is just Dead Cells. Yeah. Dead Cells is so fucking good. And when it comes to like roguelike games, like I don't really like those games at all, but this one's just top of the list. Yeah. Action-packed awesome feeling gameplay it's it's great yeah one more i want to mention is what remains of edith finch i think that it's does that type of game like i'm i hate the term walking simulator mm -hmm. but this game is a lot of 
a lot of walking around room to room and discovering a story. And some of it is puzzle solving, but a lot of it is just revealing the story. And I think for a game that does mostly that, this does it probably the best of any in that genre that I that, that I'm aware of. Yeah, I I, I, need to I think it. it's great. Can't really think of too many else. I mean, there's other really yeah awesome games. There's so many. It's been a really great generation. I mean. I will, I think every, everybody will admit like it took a little bit to get going. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't say until maybe 2015 did it really get rolling. And, and it was, it was really telling too, because you noticed at the beginning of the PlayStation 4 life cycle, Sony leaned very heavily into indies and that has trailed off dramatically yes. since yes. a lot of the AAA stuff yeah. started hitting. Yeah, they finally got their studios rolling. They just are like, yeah, screw you guys sort of thing. And then, you know, the amount of like ports and uh, kind of HD deluxe editions, whatever that we got from like last generation brought over in the beginning. Um, some of them are awesome and, and great to have on the system. But man, we got a lot of them early on a lot of a lot of the big games just didn't uh hit like they should have in the beginning of the generation two like watchdogs destiny um assassin's creed unity you know big games just kind of struggled in the beginning but really i think since 2015 this generation has been on a fucking roll mm-hmm. it's been been crazy over the past few years yeah to list yeah i think it's time to get the aggregate score of our lists so we had 15 games total yeah um, some of these are tied, um, but I just put them in a kind of arbitrary order. So if we're going off of uh, 10, 10th place gets one point, first place gets 10 points, yep. on down the line, just based off of points, it's a pretty interesting list. So number 15, well, tied for, I guess, 14th, it would be Monster Hunter World and Resogun. Well, that's not how tie, ties working up. Okay, so... Ties here, work let, backwards, never yeah, mind. Yeah. Yeah. So, like... Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> You might here. Let, let me let me do something real quick. I don't just have to all make the it points easier. written down. But it, do you have the ones that you know are tied? Um, next week, do you, yeah, I, I can figure it out. Dude. Okay, you just like tied. start numbering them from the top to bottom and then write the ties next. These are tied. So yeah, yeah, it's lists are are a damn thing. <laughs> no, all three of these are tied. Yeah, so, uh, man, I'm trying to so think other games. One, two, like three. On the VR front, too, I, I, I didn't mention Moss. Moss was great. Um, Six. Also, uh, didn't mention Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight's a fantastic game. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you got it? Tied for 11th. Monster Hunter World and Resogun. 10. Stardew Valley. 9. Sekiro, eight, Spider-Man, seven, Horizon Zero Dawn, tied for sixth, Uncharted 4, and Destiny 2, um, tied, uh, number five, um, Overwatch, number four, Nier Automata, mm. Automata, yeah, tied for third, Hellblade, God of War, and Rocket League, okay, S- number two, Doom, and number one, collectively between us, is The Witcher 3 Wild yeah, Hunt. I think that's fair. I think that's a fucking great list. Yeah. It's a great list of games. 
a great list of games to look for uh, getting cheap, too, because a lot of these games go on sale. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And especially once the PlayStation 5 releases, yo, these games going on sale, probably. Yeah. Although, I wonder how much the backwards compatibility will impact the price of old games, because if they are playable and improved by the new hardware... Yeah. Can they keep them at a maybe higher price than they would? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It's a good question. Also, I think potentially next generation will be the last one that we see GameStop being a major factor. Yeah, maybe. They keep going like they're going. Holy shit, they've been losing a lot of money. I think, you know, just retail is just changing in general. Yeah. A lot of stores are closing and all sorts of stuff. Um, Yeah, like around here, like how many fucking malls have just opened or just shopping centers in general. Yeah. It's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. We have one, you know, just outside the city, a big giant one that's really losing everything, but let's build some more. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, whatever. Um, got any shame games you haven't played this generation? Oh, God. So you I want to get around to, maybe? I started Dark Souls 3, but I, I just never followed through with it. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I'm trying to think. I I've played a lot of the stuff. Like I, I've, yeah, I I've played a lot of stuff. I can't. I I don't know, man. Um, I got I got a few that I would like to play. Um, the Yakuza series. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I want to play those games. Um, Hitman Two. I never got around to playing like in its entirety. Um trying to think of what else like i never really got back around to bloodborne yeah same here i'd like to get back to that at some point um trying to think of what else what else that's like coming to me that i'm like i really want to play this sort of thing yeah i i I just feel like that i did play a lot of the stuff like i this this generation more than any other like i've played just so many games on playstation 4 mm-hmm. it i guess um maybe uh tales of Bazaria, the the most recent uh tales game is maybe the one that uh, that i haven't touched that i'm like oh shit this is probably something i'll like mm-hmm. yeah Oof. i never beat the kill zone Shadowfall. okay yeah, it's a fun game. Yeah. Not killing you if you haven't finished it. <laughs> like I start like I started it, I might have played like two missions and I was like, oh shit, I'm distracted by something else. Say a Diablo three. Oh uh, yeah. Fucking Diablo three is really good. Infamous Second Son's also really good. I like that game a lot. Also, I mean our list obviously didn't include any of the remasters or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean there's some really good ones out there. Last of Us, GTA five. Diablo 3. Yeah. I think think that's it. That's it. It's been a great generation. There's still, eh, let's say, two to three years max left, I think. If you're including, you know, obviously we got the rest of 2019, 2020. Yeah, I could see it really going into 2021, probably. Yeah. Yeah, there are definitely some third parties that will release stuff in 2021 on the old consoles you've got to imagine ea will continue to release their sports games yeah definitely 
definitely. Also, I mean, this year, PlayStation 4 is probably going to pass 100 million units sold. Yeah. What a hell of a console. Remember when people thought console gaming was dead? I, I, well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, <laughs> people people are allowed to think what they want, but yeah, damn. Yeah, that that's gonna do it for uh, this list thing here. Uh, I guess I'll close the show with this recording. Um, yeah, if you have comments about our list, if you want to share a list of your own, there are a couple of ways you could do that. One way is via email at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com. Or you could tweet us at PSReportPodcast. That's probably the most efficient way to get our attention. Yeah. Um, if you want to find me, uh, shame me for my list, congratulate me on making Tyler realize he actually likes anime. Uh, <laughs> you can do that at the Arctic Sloth. Uh, you can find Tyler and congratulate him at, on his newfound love of anime at PluggedOnVids. Yeah. Where you'll also find, probably by the time of this, definitely by the time of this recording, our uh, discussion of Avengers Endgame. Yeah. So go do that. Give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends. And until next time, be good to each other, play your video games, and do it. Play the games, baby.